Greetings, aliens. It is me, your one and only host, Miss Ella Sanchez of the Nadia Pregunto podcast, because truly, nobody asked for this podcast whatsoever, but I'm having a blast. I hope you are too. Wow, I actually don't sound tired. Knock on wood. Shout out to the coffee I just had. Um, but regardless, you read the title. I'm just going to get into it very soon. But before I do, I would like to give a shout out to... um. All the newbies that are here, hi, welcome, love you all, glad you're part of the alien fam, so glad you're here, happy to have you here, I hope you stay and enjoy. You have a lot of other episodes you can listen to, so I hope you enjoy that as well. And it's no longer an option, like, you have a lot of options, I'm on season four of this podcast, alright, you got a lot to catch up on. Sorry, not sorry. Um, but if you're returning, hi, I love you. Hope you're doing well. I hope that you're getting all the dreams that are coming true for you. I hope you're getting all that money, getting that job, getting that career path going, getting that, I don't know, college. What else is going on in college? I don't know. Beats me. But regardless, though, let's just let's just dive in. You read the title. Let's just dive in. Let's just go for it. Let's be bold today, ladies and gents, and the theys, and the gays, and all the girls. And without further ado, I present today's episode, which I hope you love and enjoy. Bye! And we're back, ladies and gents. So, hi, how are we? I hope we're doing well. So, like I said, you read the title. Let's just jump right in, just raw-dogging this, you know? But the, you know, I always like to start off with the usual inspiration behind this episode, or every episode, if you haven't caught that by now. Wow, where have you been? Regardless, though, um, the inspiration for today's episode is that a lot of parents continuously share their experiences and their parenting styles, especially on TikTok of all places. I've seen some interesting parenting styles and also just like from real life kids that tell me what kind of parents they have. Um, so let's just discuss that. And if they're, I'm going to start with a huge disclaimer because I know a lot of you parents like to be wah, 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 wah. I don't care, just so you're aware. <laughs> Bars! <laughs> I'm 
No, I'm kidding. But the disclaimer though, I am not a parent and I actually don't even plan on becoming one because it just requires too much work and I can't tell you how much I don't want to deal with that. Hence, why would I have a kid, right? And I've been saying this for quite some time, why I don't want children. And maybe one day I'll make an episode on it where I'm not so hateful on it. I want to heal first, then we can come back to the topic. But regardless, I, at this moment in my life, I don't want children ever. And no, I'm not going to change my mind. Maybe if a miracle happens, sure. I just don't see it. I love kids as if they were my own. I just don't see it for myself. And I don't really want to spend nine months pregnant. So there's that. Um... And this episode isn't about any particular parent directly. There are no particular parents I'm thinking of in this moment except for people, what they choose to put online about their parenting styles. I don't have any set profile or or person or parent in particular on TikTok, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter. Like I don't have no one in social media, like parent on social media that I'm directly targeting this at whatsoever. Just kind of a broad spectrum of what I've seen from parents that post their parenting styles online or just kids I've met that told me about their parents and I'm just like whoa you guys have some weird fucking parents um and I feel very weird if I were to judge someone um in particular when they're like in their 30s they do not give a shit about what I have to say nor do I have a I do not care about what they do either unless you're quite literally ruining your child's life which a lot of parents do so um yeah and I have a lot of life to live I'm aware of that that yes I don't understand what it's like to be a parent and I know I never will but I don't need to be a parent to understand if you're genuinely harming your child just so you know and I know a lot of parents don't want to hear that I know a lot of parents are going to be like really mad at me if you are a parent that listens to this I really don't care and if you don't want to hear me ramble about that, babe, this is the time to exit now. I, Like I said, I do not care. This is my podcast. This is quite literally mine. Like my name is all over it. I made this myself. So you don't have to like it. And if you want to take things out of proportion and things that don't correlate with one another and make up your own scenarios in your little head about what I'm saying. And if you are deeply offended, then maybe you should question who you are and your parenting styles. But I'm allowed to state whatever parenting style out there and I'm allowed to judge from the childhood point of view and young adult point of view because I am the daughter of a real parent and have seen what real love is for a child which I'm very fortunate to have and I know a lot of um kids did not grow up with that fortune you know I'm aware of that and I have met those type of kids I really have um But without further ado, let's just get into it. Like I said, if you don't want to hear me ramble about that and if you get offended, maybe you're like, oh my god, she doesn't know what she's talking about, babe. I don't, I don't need to be like a man, like a professional to know that if you're harming your child, it will show in their face. It will show on their actions, how they act and who they are as people and who they become, you know? So without further ado, let's, let's get into my childhood experience background. Um... This may be a bit of a trigger warning, maybe. I will just mention that before I start. Um, Trigger warning for sociopathic behavior. Um, So my personal childhood experience, um, I had one eh, parent and I had one amazing parent. You can probably guess who is who. Um, My mother was great, love her to death, would give her my everything if I could and I do plan on it. 
And unfortunately, my father is not that way. Hate to be the bearer of bad news, and he doesn't listen to this. He doesn't even know I do this, so even better. Um, but I will not go into detail because one, no one really cares, and two, I don't really feel like I need to put that information online. It's still a thing I deal with every day, so I don't really need to try and monetize that. So um, yeah, from what I can tell and what I have collected in the past 22 years on this planet, um, unfortunately, um, I don't want to diagnose because I'm not a professional, but um, according to Google, <laughs> um, my father is indeed a sociopath. Yeah. I wish I, I'm not saying that to be dramatic. I'm not saying that to be like, oh my God, more views and shit like that. No. Like, I genuinely believe that he is from the actions I have seen, from the actions I have seen towards my mom, from the actions I have seen towards my sister, from the actions he has done to me. So yeah, not going to get into the specifics, nor am I going to tell any story times because that's really weird and I deal with it on a daily basis. My life is a whole story time when it comes to that. So no, but regardless, um, my not, my mom was actually normal. <laughs> my mom was great. She still is. She does everything. And after this, I'm actually probably going to make this episode kind of in the middle of time because I, um, or like not too long or short because, um, I do have to make dinner with my mom, you know, just mother and daughter things. But, um, yeah, my mom was normal and she grew up with a great family, parents that loved her and stuff. And I'm not saying that if you didn't grow up with that, your life is going to be any less worthy. That's not it either. Um, but my mom raised my sister and I, and I mean fully raised, fully, like truly. And I'm not mad about how my dad didn't do that. My dad has done the things that he should, like he feels like is enough. And then my mom took care of like pretty much the rest and the actual emotional caring part. Um, and you, if you guys know what a sociopath is, so uh, you kind of can Google that and what it is to even have one as a parent, let alone be married to one. And my dad was the polar opposite, very cold, kind of ruthless. Um, and he would be, I will say one statement that he is very up my ass about college and I feel like it's mainly for his own benefit, not for me. I think it's more of his point of view um, that he lives it through me because he is obsessed with college as if he graduated like two days ago. Like nobody graduated maybe, I want to say 30 years ago. <laughs> um like I said I'm not a professional quite literally I'm not I would love for a actual psychologist to come down and sit with me and be like yeah girl like your dad's a sociopath but whatever you know I'm not mad about the situation nor do I have control over it what I do have control over is how I heal from that um but regardless my dad was the polar opposite of that he everyone's love language is very different especially with parents I feel like it's a very important thing to discuss with like family let alone parents especially and siblings as well like how they show affection you just kind of pick that up as they get older as you get older you know and you form your own version of love like me personally my love language for my parents or for my sister and my mom is uh cooking for them I don't cook for anyone else I really I would not cook for a man let alone would I ever cook for my own father and I will say I know a lot of parents especially like Latino kids are gonna heavily disagree with me on this but I am not cooking for my father sorry Never in my life will I ever do that, depending on nothing. <laughs> like, not even sorry about it, bro. There is not an ounce of desire to do that after all the things he's done. So, sorry. Not really, actually. <laughs> um, but uh, 
I know that a lot of kids would be more grateful for the opportunities and the heavy push for college and education and the desperation for that. But there's a certain way to do things. There's a certain way to talk to your kids about college and if they're questioning it or if they don't feel like it's right for them, you know, instead of just being like, you're wrong, go to hell, do this or you're out, like kind of vibe. Um, Unfortunately, that was my life. So there you go. Um, It just means what is justifiable and what you're willing to put up with. Sorry, I don't care if your parents did X, Y and Z for you. All right. You can repay them in some way without having to sacrifice your literal mental health and well-being to please them. Believe me, I live it mostly or almost every day. So it is what it is, you know. I can go into a whole topic about that. And I know of a, lo- a lot of Latino kids are going to disagree. I know that you guys are going to be like, oh my God, like they're your family. They immigrated here. I'm like, I know. And I'm very grateful for everything they've given me and so forth. But to pretty much tell me I'm wrong, to quite literally terrify me into doing these things, using fear and judgment and everything else in between as a way to get by as a parent. Yeah, buddy, I would say that's um, justifiable for why I would not want to do it. Psychology 101 someone tells you to do something you don't want to do you don't do it and you do something worse believe me I've acted out (laughs) I've acted out towards my father believe me give you a whole fucking powerpoint and I know it caused hellfire and yes I will cause hellfire again is my dad a sociopath or is he just proving (laughs) no I'm kidding you guys um I'm not trying to make a joke about this this is how I cope and if you want to judge me for that you shouldn't but whatever um but now that you know a little bit about the background if you will um the problems I see with parents that I've noticed from in real life kids that I've met feels like I haven't been I haven't met a kid in a long time because I've been inside my house and also I'm 22 now so (laughs) weird stuff and also just like online from what I hear kids talking about In regards to their parents and especially also online. um, One thing I noticed, like one problem out of the millions that they're out there. The hyper watching what their kids do. Like the monitoring, like their physical being, their physical actions. Because there is nothing more scarier than somebody that knows you all too well. Especially like family members. Because you can have a bad day one day and they're going to notice. And if you don't want anyone to notice, they will. Which kind of sucks because like they know you that well. And they know how you act and they know how you will react to said thing. Um, But yeah, I've always thought that was very weird as a person that had like a normal mother that actually loved me and still does, would die for me and I, as I would for her. Um, I was like, what the fuck? You have parents that like actually check your phone every week? Like what? Like really? Like please like if you need help let me know like I will take you gladly under my wing if I knew it was that bad back then in my middle school days but also another thing very similar to that life 360 the app I have never ever in my life been used to or ever use that in my life sorry wrong grammar in a sentence and I saw this 
Hulu ad when I was watching one of my shows on Hulu of a little girl. She looked about 12, maybe, telling her mom, like her mom's like, oh my God, when do you have this practice? Or do you have a soccer practice or whatever? And she was like, mom, I can just, you don't have to ask me. You can just simply use a Life360 app. I was like, oh my God, I know you're not promoting this right now, Life360. Whosoever marketing team was on that shit, I want to talk. Because why on God's green earth would you have a 12-year-old promote that to a mother? Because I know a lot of mothers are going to see that. A lot of parents, let alone. And also a lot of preteen kids are going to be like, yeah yeah maybe i don't want my mom to know like i don't want my mom to ask me every fucking time i have something to do and million questions get the live 360 app which i didn't know i actually just heard from people that used the app when i was younger i think maybe early high school um middle school um that i thought it just tracked your location really i thought that was it but I was like, why do you need the Live 360 app when like Apple already has it on the iPhone? You can just simply like have Find My on and you can also turn it on and off whenever. Apparently. <laughs> oh, was I wrong? Because according to the markup, I had to Google this because I had no idea what the Live 360 fucking app was. So according to the markup, this is what Live 360 does. And I know that people that have dealt with this or lived this already. They're like, yeah, it's not that shocking. To me, it is. Okay. So what does the Live 360 app do according to the markup? Live360's app allows the user to see the precise, real-time location of friends or family members, too, including the speed at which they are driving and the battery life on their devices. Marketed as a safety app, Live360 is popular among parents who want to track and supervise their kids from afar. Now, as a human being, you don't have to be a parent or not to answer my question. How on God's green earth does that sound normal? Honestly, answer me that question because I don't think there's any justifiable reason why you would want to have a tracking device. That's like literally one degree away from putting a chip in their head. Like you need to know what they're doing at all times. Like maybe here's a thought. Maybe here's a thought instead of having to use Life360 as an app. Here's an idea. Hear me out, parents. And hear me out, if future parents. Hear me out. <laughs> instead of trapping... Wow, okay. Hear me out. Instead of tracking your kids via technology, how about you, as a parent, create a safe and healthy environment for them to tell you truthfully where they are going? boom not even rocket science it just means you actually have to look in the mirror and be like huh maybe maybe i shouldn't be that creepy with my kids because believe it or not there have been life 360 hacks i can promise you on tiktok there that there's probably already so many kids coming up with life 360 hacks how to have your parents not watch you how to have your parents not check where you're going blah 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 they come up with hacks kids are smart especially Gen Z or whatever generations after me, especially them. They know technology is their whole life source, their whole entity. You really think they're not going to come up with some way to finesse your little tracking? Girl, all you got to do now is just be honest and be like, hey, where are you going? Create a safe environment for them. 
and they'll be like, huh, my mom and dad are pretty cool. My parents are cool. Let me actually tell them where I'm going. And if they don't, you're going to find out anyways. That's how life works. That's how parenting is. And me, personally, this isn't even how to apply with future parenting styles or not. Me, personally, I'm done giving people advice. I really am. Because... You give them advice, they don't follow it, and then they cry at the consequences of their own actions. And I'm like, okay, I do that a lot too, but I'm not gonna go ask for advice knowing damn well I already know what I want. Hello? That's really fucking stupid. And for me, because I know I've had friends that do not fucking listen. They do not listen to the advice I give them, let alone not just friends, family. You can give them all the advice in the world and what are they gonna do? Not follow it. So I'm done giving advice to people. My only advice is that, okay, do whatever you fucking want. I want to see how it turns out for you. I want to see how low you can hit, really. Because my personal like, w like motto when it comes to just dealing with people that I can't stand anymore and their stupid bullshit like behavior is let them hit rock bottom. Then they're going to come to you being like, hey, you were right. I was like, no shit I was, but hey, did you hit rock bottom? Now you know. Now you learn the lesson. How are you going to be a parent and not let the kid learn the lesson first? Because you can't protect your kid from the world. That's just not possible. As sad as that may be, you can try your best. And no one said you shouldn't do that. No one said you shouldn't try your best as a parent. And I know that there are parents out there that do everything in their power to be a good parent, love their child for who they are and what they've done. And yet their, parent, their kid still does whatever they're not supposed to. It is a way of life. Sorry to break it to you. Life 360 is not going to fucking cut it. Don't be fucking stupid. Create a safe environment for your kid. And if they lie, if they act out, okay, let them do it. Let them, ha let them have their fun. Let them have their fun. And when they really hit rock bottom, they're going to come to you being like, hey, mom, hey, dad, hey, parent, I really fucked up. And you were right. I've had moments where I acted that way. And then I went to my mom and I was like, you were right. And she was like, exactly. <laughs> like She was like, it, really? I had no idea. Boom. It's not rocket science, you guys. It's not rocket science. Honestly, it's not. So that's just me. Whatever. <sighs> and also, apparently, some kids on TikTok were posting how, like, their parents took their doors off the wall. Like, how insane do you have to be? as a person, not even just as a parent, as a person, to think that taking the door off your child's room does anything. Like if anything, if you're gonna punish them for whatever they did, wouldn't taking away their technology be a little better solution? But no, you, th you think putting a door on their, on like taking their door out is gonna do something. Dude, how weak are you? That's the best you could come up with? Have some shame in yourself and also, even if you do do that, why? I'm not condoning you should do something more aggressive or worse. I'm just saying. That's the best you could come up with? Really? Dude, come on now. You could have taken their phone away or something. For like maybe like 48 hours or something. That would have that would have done the trick. They would have probably learned the lesson. What the fuck is taking the door going to do? Do you hear yourself? Do you really think that if your kid did something bad, like get a bad grade or fail two classes or something, your solution is, oh, Jeremy failed math and history? Wow. 
crazy. Let me take the doors off his room. Like, really? That's your solution? Truly. And it's also a really big an invasion of privacy. I don't know what it is about parents. And I will never understand what it is. But your children are not your property. And I'm going to say it again. All right? As a parent, why are you viewing your child as property? As something you have to control? As someone that isn't worthy of being their own person and let alone having their own opinions and thoughts and processes? You really think that you own your child. Like, sweetie, emancipation like papers exist. If it got so bad, like, have you guys not seen Gossip Girl when Jenny went fucking crazy? When Jenny, like, literally wanted to be emancipated from her own father? Yeah, those papers exist. You can do that. If the parent shows any signs of abuse, etc. Sure, it's a big process, but hey, you push it too far, your kid can seriously just dip if they really wanted to. Just saying. Just saying. Alright? It's an option. It's out there. And if you really make your kid live in hell only for the sake of you being their parent and that's it that's not enough of an excuse anymore it never was really you mean to tell me that just because you're my parent you brought me into this world you can really take me out because that's also sounding like a little bit like a threat my guy oh i brought you in this world i can take you out is that a threat honestly because like that sounds very weird that sounds very um como se dice um controlling fear as a tactic to manipulate me into doing something or believing something or acting on something maybe I don't want to do in that moment or at all just a thought sorry sorry like you're wrong hate to tell the parents this but sometimes you are wrong and sometimes your kid is correct and sometimes their feelings are valid no not sometimes all the time sorry but anyways and then not allowing them to listen to like profanity songs like rap music. Yo, I know I had no business listening to Nicki Minaj's high school song in middle school. How ironic is that, you know? I was in middle school when I heard the song High School by Nicki Minaj. And even a like, uh, what's it called? An assistant, like not teacher, not assistant TA, like a supervisor for like because like in my middle school like when I was I think in not eighth grade no wait wow my whole memory is a blur no eighth grade eighth grade um I went to the school before I moved to Florida when I was like in pre-k kindergarten I went to the school and then I moved and then I transferred back to the same school because I was going to be an eighth grader going into high school. So I just thought they already have all my records and shit. They can just take me there. And they accepted me and all that. But eighth grade, I remember <laughs> that there was like these supervisors that they were in college. They were just doing this part-time kind of vibe. And they would just like help out because there was a lot of kids at the school like little kids and then up to eighth grade it would go from pre-k to like eighth graders aka me the whole school <laughs> i was older than the whole school yo <laughs> no but anyways um i remember that there was like these college supervisors they were like really young they were probably like maybe early 20s or like super in high school even maybe and they would just like take that job part-time to like help the kids go to their cars and like 
make sure that their kids got safely to the vehicle of their parents and if their parent couldn't pick them up they can like watch them until the parent comes like those kind of like after school um watch if that makes sense and there was this one guy super nice super cool and he i was like he was like super fun so like he would always like play music when our our like teachers were like not in the room or something and he was like what do you guys want to listen to and i was like high school by Nicki minaj and he was like what the fuck i was like yeah maybe listening to profane language when i was in eighth grade maybe not a good idea but i still did it anyways <laughs> that's what i mean like i actually also met this one girl in the same school in like my eighth grade she was i think in sixth grade or seventh grade at the time and she told me how her parents do not let her listen to any bad music and i'm talking like christian music up in here i was like oh my god that sucks and that if they did hear her playing that kind type of music that they would like be really upset ground her or whatever the deal is um yeah really weird stuff and look, I'm not saying I disagree in this case because I did listen to some Nicki Minaj, the dirty stuff, when I was like in eighth grade. Did I have business doing that? Not at all. I would hear quite literally the most profane songs when I was like in early middle school too. I had access to the internet when I was like 11, all right? You can picture what that looked like. Um. So yeah, <laughs> not certainly completely disagreeing with it but hey you know what the beats fire fuck it you know and also they keep releasing this and i had twitter of all places so i could see when these songs were released and then boom i would listen to them and i'd be like yeah fuck bitches get money kind of vibe when i was like in eighth grade <laughs> did i have business doing that no but did i do it anyways yes and these kids will also find a way to do it too don't even think twice about it sorry hate to break it to you parents but they're gonna find a way they're gonna listen to Nicki minaj and cardi b when they're like in middle school all right sorry to break it to you not really but it's just the way of life and then they will get older and realize oh this is like gruesome but i still love it though <laughs> but anyways um and then don't even get me started on the religious parents the religious freakadeeks parents because i'm sorry y'all this podcast and me i only tolerate religion to a certain extent sorry if you're a diehard religious i don't know if we can even be friends if you really think that the universe was created by an almighty god maybe hey you know what i'm not gonna say that maybe that isn't the case because i haven't seen it because there is no proof that god is not real but there's also proof there's also no proof that he is so sorry universe sorry god i know i what am i saying <laughs> regardless I only tolerate religion to a certain extent. If you want to believe that everything happened to you because of God, go for it. But if you want to force it on me, I'm going to slap you. I don't care. I really don't. There are more pressing issues about the world right now. I'm sorry. Get your Catholic uh, Pope in order, then we can talk. So, anyways. My favorite new approach I'm going to get with. Because I know if you are a parent and disagreeing with everything I'm saying at this moment, I warned you in the beginning. You had time. The whole, if I had to struggle, then so does my kid mentality and approach. How stupid do you sound right now? Really stupid. Because here's the thing. Just because you had to struggle doesn't mean your kid has to. I hate to be the bearer of bad news. Because 
if you really think that, and if you genuinely believe that, if you had to struggle, and so does your kid, do you hear yourself? You want your own child that you created to suffer the way you did. Think of that really closely. Because I have met people that have had horrible, horrid, ter- like terrible childhoods. Think of that. And your response to that is, oh, well, if I had to deal with this, then so is my kid. <laughs> no. Like I said, do you hear yourself? You can teach a child to not struggle, but earn their lifestyle. Do you really think that you can just give and give and give and they learn something? That's not always the case, you know? But what I will say, you can always teach your kid, hey, you know what? Here's the importance of working for something. Here's the importance of earning an income. Here's the purpose and the lesson behind getting what you want. You don't get anything in this life without doing some work, all right? Okay? Hate to be the bearer of bad news for the world, and I actually hate being the bearer of bad news, but... For example, if you grew up with nothing, and you make lots of money to support yourself and a family, right? Wouldn't you want to teach your kid to do the same for their future family if they choose to have one? Essentially, you can show your kids the same morals of earning what they want through hard work, not struggling. Earning versus struggling are very different things. Very different things. Like examples would be like getting a job, learning to save their money, spending properly, budgeting, etc. Like, why would you have your child that you created, quite literally, the definition of creation, struggle to prove a point? Just because you did and you had to do that does not mean that applies to them. They did not ask to be in this world, bro. If you don't want to provide for them, then just say that. If you don't want to provide for them then just not have the kid, yo. Really look up, really take a good look at yourself in the mirror when you say, oh, if I had to struggle, so does my kid. <laughs> no. You sound actually stupid. Like, you sound really dumb. Like, I'm sorry. Not really, actually. Because then, what does that mean for the kid, then? What does that mean? Are you gonna, like, you know, emotionally abuse them now? Like, what's the vibe? What's What's the deal, bro? Oh, I grew up with nothing, so does, so does my kid. Oh, so you want to have them struggle but not learn something. Because you can easily finesse these things. Why do you think fraud exists? If you continuously put the pressure on someone, let alone a, not just a kid, like on people, to just go through life and actually have to deal with the things, like struggle to earn an income, struggle to make money, People find ways to make a lot of money, legally or not. They will. It can end badly. It really can. So the whole mentality of, oh, if I have to struggle, if I did this, so does my kid. Nar, you got it all backwards, boo. See a therapist, maybe. Then we can discuss. But regardless, you're wrong. And there's so many more things that are wrong with like parenting styles these days that or what I have noticed in my own point of view and according to the internet webs. But what I also want to bring up is mothers and their daughters' relationships. Like, when do... Like, the essential question is, like, when do girls become women, right? 
And for starters, I am not condoning the rushing of becoming a woman. And if you are in underage listening to this podcast, which I really hope that you're not, because all I want to say is that please do not rush in becoming a woman. Please. You will regret it. And truthfully, it could damage you and you could end quite badly. Do not believe what these men say. Do not believe that senior in high school that you're the freshman and they want to get fresh bait. That's a real thing, okay? That's real and it's disgusting and it's literally jail bait. It's disgusting and it's fucking horrendous. Look, I definitely agree that there is a problem with hypersexualization, more than ever especially in this society, especially towards women. Have you not realized that young musicians, like when Billie Eilish was still 17, I cannot tell you how gruesome and disgusting it was for people when she turned 18 for these guys to be like, she's finally legal, she's finally legal, guys. Do you not hear yourself? I would be petrified if I was her mom in that situation. I completely understand why though some... Um, mothers and most mothers they want to protect their like daughters at a very young age I understand that I really do and I honestly agree I really do and I absolutely agree with having to protect young girls from this day or from the day they come out the womb until the ages of like 15 before they get into high school and especially in high school too but we'll get into that like it's more it's more crucial than ever and and not exposing them to like certain sexual stuff when they're kids because they're kids. They don't even know what's in their mind, what that means, what that could possibly mean for them. And I would know this very well because I was on the internet when I was 11. And I don't want anyone blaming my mom. My mom did a very great job. It was just me being stupid on my own time, doing my own dumb shit. This is all on my fault. This is all me. On the internet at a very young age, you see some shit. You do see some shit. You see and are exposed to hypersexualization from older adults on an app like Twitter, Instagram, whatever the case may be. Especially Twitter. Everyone's on Twitter. Everyone on Twitter is so horny. <laughs> Me. But I would see that as a child. Like, as a 13-year-old girl. Why am I talking about sex at 13? Really? Like, genuinely think about that. I was exposed to that at a very young age. And it's not my mother's fault. I don't want anyone blaming my mother. It was on me. My mother told me not to get a Twitter. And I disobeyed her because I was stupid. And I didn't understand. And yes, I'm still on the app present day. And do I regret it? I'm not going to lie to you. It has damaged me in a lot of ways. But that was on me. That's on me. That's my problem. That's my dumbass mistake. Truly, it is. It's not up to my mother to tell me what to do. My mother trusted me as she should, and I fucked up. It was my fault. But hey, I'm not too bad either. I could have been way, way worse. But, huh. because they are kids when they're exposed to like such, you know, sexualized things, you know? They are kids, right? They are. And you got to protect them from that. And I agree. I will do, if I was a mother, I would do whatever it takes to protect them from the internet, okay? From the ages of zero to 15. I really will. But hey, you know what? They're going to be, they're going to get on the internet anyways. And they're going to finesse that. If I tell them no, they're just going to do it. That's like how humans work. You tell them no, and they find a way to get that yes. It is unfortunately the way of life. And I don't agree with it either. But hey, I'm guilty of it. And you probably listening to this art as well. So don't come at me. But however, though, <laughs> this is where I also want to draw the line. In no way, shape, or form are, are women in high or girls in high school women at all. They are kids. Still. Young adults in the making, of course. But they're not even adults. 
And even when they turn 18, they're not adults. I'm sorry. You're still a stupid ass kid in your eight, when you're 18. I don't care if the government says you're an adult by 18. You're not. Sorry, you're not. I wasn't when I turned 18. You listening to this, when you turned 18, you were not an adult. You really thought that you were going to like live your life and be out at all hours of the night at 18? Especially with Latino parents? <laughs> I thought the same way, sweetie. And then you turn 18 and you actually don't have that freedom hate to break it to you maybe if you had american whitey parents maybe sure maybe they were like oh go have fun darling have fun at that party then there's like latino parents that they're like oh really you really for sure no sorry but regardless regardless so anyways locking your daughters up from the world and their high school experiences is where you can be a good parent and a mother essentially but you can also be more open. And here's what I mean. Look, women, they get horny just as much as men, if not more. All right. And there is absolutely no shame in girls in high school wanting to experience sexual experiences of any kind, whether it's with a woman, whether it's with a man, whether it's with somebody else, whether it's they're discovering their sexuality, their sexuality. And it doesn't have to involve sex at all, or it can. It really depends. And this also comes with the point of the don't say gay bill. Um, I haven't read too much about it because truly, guys, I cannot live through another historical event. Um, it's just too many at once. I just can't deal with it all. But my gist of it is that don't say gay bill is basically just not teaching and acknowledging like LGBTQ plus history, their representation, and anything like that, which I am in full disagree, disagreement with. How is a girl at 16 ever going to discover that she likes girls if you, one, prevent her from doing that, two, enroll her in a school that is not LGBTQ plus friendly, three, you are not LGBTQ plus friendly as a parent, which is wrong, sorry, and essentially, the question is and still remains, will you allow them to be instead of shaming them and shaming others that do so? Because high school is all about experiences, whether it's sexuality, whether it's career, whether it's dreams for yourself. That's what high school is. And the best part about high school, though, I will say the only positive is that you can make these mistakes and still have the youth to recover from that. If you blew a shitload of money when you were in high school, guess what? You're going to earn it back regardless. Then you get a job and then you get a career going. Then you try to figure out what you want. Then you go to college if you choose to. And my point remains the same. Don't lock your daughters up or your, yeah, your daughters whatsoever because they're going to find ways to experiment with their sexuality or with their like likes and dislikes you know what they like maybe what sport they like what sport they don't like whether they like sports at all or anything like that high school is a very important time for kids it really is you get to see what they want out of life or what they enjoy and then you get to be the parent that supports them as you should be and how it is supposed to be and if you have let's say a you know a daughter that likes guys totally normal right you should have the conversation with them like, hey, you're a young woman now. 
I'm not saying you're a full-blown adult, okay? That's not true either. They're still kids. They're still babies, all right? But they're not like 10 years old anymore. They're in the 16, 17, almost 18 range, okay? They're not babies. Don't treat them like that either. Don't treat them like an adult, but like treat them like in the middle. Like, okay, I'll let you go out with your friends, but also just like text me when you're there. Text me when you're okay. Give me like a three, two to three hour update into the hangout. Like, are you okay? Are you well? Do you need me? Do you need me to pick something up for you? Do you need alcohol? That would be me as a mom, just saying. But um, my point is that talk about birth control talk about the hard conversation support their decisions if they choose and if you're a woman and you're a mother talk to them about their cycles talk to them about their periods talk to them because me i had to find out about my own cycle like recently i am 22 years old as a woman how on earth would i have known anything and here's the thing though i never knew that women planned their life with their cycles Little did I even know what that was. In high school, I would go to the gym with cramps on my period. Like, I care. I didn't plan my shit whatsoever. And then now, I am just realizing that this is how it works. This is what you do. Plan your life based on your cycle. And I hate it. I really do. Because sometimes, mentally, I'm in the mood to work out when I'm on my period. But my body is just not doing that today. My body doesn't want to do that today. And how would a woman know that information if you don't teach her about these things when she's a teenager? Hello? And also, health classes are also to blame for this, okay? Not all of them are great. Mine, I barely remember. I remember nothing. I really don't. I don't. And health classes... And sex education is crucial more than ever and always has been and will always remain essential in life, truly. And it's a deep, important issue. Not issue, no. Important class that you need to take in your high school days. And actually, take it seriously. I can understand that you don't fuck with high school, college, whatever. But the one thing you really should give a shit about in your educational career is health class. That's like real life shit. That's like you with relationships. That's with you and the people you bond with. People you end up dating. People you end up loving. That's the most important class that you can ever take in high school. Sorry, it's the truth. And also, if you're a type of parent, let alone mother, to shame your child for having sex at a very early age, Which also the most common age for teenagers to lose their virginity is like 16, 17. It's not that shocking, truly. It really isn't. And there's a lot of pressure in high school to lose the big V card. Which, and by the way, is a very constructed topic. Like there's nothing more disgusting and like bottom of the barrel behavior than talking about a woman's like sexual activities and her quote body count in high school. It's just weird, and it's also not your fucking business. And also, if you are dating someone at that time, and all they do is gossip about your sex life to their friends or whatever it may be, they're not a real one. That's really disgusting. Like, you like you entrusted this person with your whole body, your love, your temple that is you, and they betray you like that. That's fucked up on so many levels. But if you're the type of parent, let alone mother... To just shame their kids for owning their sexuality or owning that they want to have, you know, sex. You're a bad parent. 
you really are because you should be promoting safe sex you should be promoting hey you know what if you want to have sex let's talk about it let's sit down like mother and daughter or parent to daughter and we will discuss this we will and then you can ask, they can ask you questions and you can ask them questions. It's a form of bond and trust within a parent. That's what makes you a good parent. Instead of shaming your child like, oh, you had sex? Wow, that's just disgusting. Shame on you. No, that's what's not going to slide with me, yo. That's not what's going to slide with me. That does not work with me. And the whole like sex work is the most bottom job you can get mentality towards their daughters is also weird because i promise you when they get older if they really want to do sex work they most likely will and hey they're probably going to make more money than you as the parent and then they will make more money than you as their as their uh child as their kid so good luck with that girl honestly i used and we all were conditioned to think that sex work is really bottom of the barrel and then you actually listen to these sex workers come forward years later about what it's really like and you're like oh my god it was that bad or it was that interesting you need to learn from these people as well no one's experience is completely dismissible that's just how it is sorry but my favorite and final way to end today's episode is the lovely thing I get from parents towards me the whole you're not a parent so you don't understand bullshit excuse and it does not work with me nor does it slide with me to an extent though because here's the thing I don't need to be a parent to understand that if your child shows quite literally any sign of fear to approach you or just any body function or language or emotional response that is in fact worrisome i don't need someone to tell me your bullshit excuse oh you're not a parent you don't understand you're not a good parent if that's the case i have seen kids when i was in middle and high school that had the most timid way of life i have seen it and it's really sad because they don't think that they can talk to someone about it they don't think that they can be upfront with that and it's really sad it really is I don't need someone to like like I truly don't need to be a parent to know if you're treating your child well or not I don't need to be a parent it's basic like reading of psychology 101 body language emotional response the way they say things the way they act but heavily in in body function and body language like I don't need you to like I don't need to like have you as a parent tell me that you're a good parent and then your child on the other hand is like completely terrified of you and not that I mention I grew up with a sociopathic father or so I know or so to my knowledge I can tell to my knowledge I apparently grew up with a sociopathic father I know more about fearing a parent than anyone okay I've had breakdowns I've had emotional meltdowns in public because of that i have skipped so many events for that i have missed out on so many things because of that and it's not my fault i'm aware it's not my fault but i don't need to hear that oh you're a good parent oh i'm a good parent when quite literally your child acts the complete opposite 
I know better than anyone what it is like to fear a parent. I know more than anyone. Sorry. Whether you want to believe me, if you want to dismiss me, go ahead. But I know what it's like to fear a, a, like a, a parent. I have had days where like I had to go meet up with my dad for something. And I would start uncontrollably sobbing before I leave. And you mean to tell me that you're a good parent because you say you are? But I'm in the fucking bathroom crying because I have to meet with my dad? Nah. Nah, sorry. You're not a good parent for that. Nah. The emotional trauma you cause? Nah. <laughs> no, sir. No, you're not. Sorry. Hate to break it to you. Go look in the mirror and tell yourself that. Go look in the mirror and tell yourself that you're a good parent if you really think that your child is open with you. If you can wholeheartedly say that you trust your child, I dare you to ask them where they're going for that one night. If they really trust you, then they'll tell you where they're going. In all honesty, the amount of times I went out with my friends and I actually told my mom where I was actually going and I actually was being truthful and I actually meant it. Yeah, because I dressed her. And she was been, she's always been kind to me. Why would I lie? I have no reason to lie. Really, I don't. Why would I lie? That's why my mom and I are so close. Why on earth would I lie? I have no reason to. But if you have a parent that literally puts fear in you and is a terrible parent altogether, your kid is going to show that through their face, their body actions, whatever the case may be. Believe me, it always shows. It always does. And so I conclude with the big grand statement that I want everyone to know. Anything you do towards and or in front of your child or to their loved ones, it will be them, it will be with them for life. Anything that you do towards their mother, towards their parent or other parent, towards their friends, towards their family, other family members, your kid is going to remember that. Any action and any action or, you know, words that you say, they're going to remember. Trust me, they will not forget it. And for you to lie later on years from then, from that time, and you're like, I would never do that. And your kids gonna be like, oh, hell yes, you did. All right? Kids are not stupid. Kids, more than ever especially, are not fucking stupid. You cannot lie to them. You can't. Because you can bullshit a liar, but you can do it badly as well. So that, I conclude, anything you do in front of your child will stick with them for the rest of their lives. So, with that being said, you guys, I'm out. Love you all. Please be safe, my fellow aliens. Take care of yourselves. And I hope that you enjoyed this episode. I hope that you were, you know, had a moment of realization. Or maybe you're like, hmm, maybe I have some new parenting styles I can work on. Honestly, I'm not going to judge you. But regardless, please be safe, my fellow aliens. I love you all. And I will see you next Sunday. Bye.